Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 13, Text 2. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Satamayam Sarabritam Nisargo. Yad artavani shruta chaita samapi pratikshanam nabhyavad achutasyavat striyavitanam iyasaru varta paramahamsas, devotees who have accepted the essence of life, are attached to Krishna in the core of their hearts, and he is the aim of their lives. It is their nature to talk only of Krishna at every moment, as if such topics were newer and newer. They're attached to such topics just as materialists are attached to topics of women and sex. So I will also read the purport because it's Prabhupada's purport. The word Sarabhatam means Paramahamsas. The Hamsara swan accepts milk from a mixture of milk and water and rejects the water. Similarly, the nature of persons who have taken to spiritual life and Krishna consciousness, understanding Krishna to be the life and soul of everyone, is that they cannot give up Krishna kata or topics about Krishna at any moment. Such Paramahamsas always see Krishna within the core of the heart. Kama, desires, krodha, anger, and bhaya, fear, always present in the material world. But in the spiritual or transcendental world, one could use them for Krishna. The Krodham, bhakti, dvesha, jani. They use anger against the non-devotees and transform boyer or fear into fear of being deviated from Krishna consciousness. In this way, the life of a Paramahamsa devotee is used entirely for Krishna, just as the life of a person attached to the material world is used simply for women and money. What is day for the materialistic person is night for the spiritualist. What is very sweet for the materialist, namely women and money, is regarded as poisoned by the spiritualist. Sandarshanam vishayinam atayoshitam cha ahanta hanta vishabakshanato pasadu. This is the instruction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. For the Paramahamsa, Krishna is everything, but for the materialist, women and money are everything. Om Ajnana Timurandasya, Jnananjana Shalakaya, Taksur Unmalatamyena, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha, Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kadamayam, Dadati Swapadantikam, Vanshakalpa Tarubhyascha, Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama. 
Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivas Adi Ghor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So a great pleasure to uh, speak on the 10th canto. That's our goal. Our goal is to, is Priyogena. And what does Priyogena mean? I explained this before. There's three aspects of philosophy and one is the goal. The first aspect is an understanding of reality and what is the valid means to understand it. That's basically metaphysics and epistemology. The second category of philosophy, which we called Abhideyagyan, is what is the means to understand reality? And then the third aspect of philosophy, Pyogena, what is the result of doing so? So our with metaphysics and epistemology called Sambandigan are our reality is Krishna and Krishna's energies. And how do we know that's reality? The pramana or means of knowing is, is the Bhagavatam. And Jiva Goswami in Tattva Sandarbha explains why reasonably that's the topmost means of knowing. The, <clears throat> the Abhidei again, the means of understanding reality is bhakti because reality is a person and a person only reveals themselves in love. And our Pyogena, the result of doing so is that you will, okay. The re result of doing so is that you will experience reality. And the experience of reality, when reality is a person whom you have a relationship with is love or pretty. So our goal is to experience reality. And what is reality? Bhakti, bhakti yogena manasi samyak praniyate male apashat purusham purna maya chitta pasya. Vyasadev, to write the Bhagavatam, had to see what the truth is. So what was the truth? Apasham, apashat purnam, apashat, bhakti yogena manasi samyak praniyate male apashat purusham purnam. He saw apashat. He saw Purusham Purnam. He saw that the complete reality was a person. Maya Chitada Pasuyam, who exchanged with his energies for the purpose of happiness. So he saw that. And he saw that that ultimate reality, which is so reasonable, why should it be any different? Why shouldn't the, if there is a God, why shouldn't the, according to our experience in this world, why shouldn't the ultimate reality be anything but love? And love is relationship be, between people. So he saw that. And therefore he felt that. 
but we have two obstacles to seeing reality. Our consciousness is, is ignorant and mundane. When you, when, when, when you, your, your mundane desires, your desires form a lens by which you see everything else. So unless you become purified in heart, you won't see reality. That's why Naratam Das Thakur says, Vishyat Chariya Kabe Shude Habe Man Kabe Hama Heiraboshu. When you're when you're free from sense gratification, Vishyat Chariya Kabe should, and your mind becomes peaceful as a result, then you will have the lens to see reality. And then you have to have proper understanding, which is also affected by your desires. If you don't know what something is, you can't experience it and won't. So the Bhagavatam, by reading the Bhagavatam, we become purified of our desires. Our heart becomes purified and we become free from ignorance. Otherwise, if we're not purified in heart and we hear Krishna's pastimes, we'll see, we'll see, we'll, 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 we'll see them as mundane. And if we're not educated properly, we'll see them as mythological. So when we study the Bhagavatam properly, but of course, Prabhupada also taught us, we can properly hear these subject matters if we have a teacher that makes sure that your frame of reference is suitable to understand it as it is. I always make the point that it's not just important to speak the truth, it's important that the truth is understood. And to, and to make sure the truth is understood, there has to be a relationship between teacher and student. And, and they have to speak through that person's frame of reference. And they have to build up the person's frame of reference to understand the things that require that. If you see someone doesn't have any, and they see Krishna's pastimes, it's mythological and, you know, or what, or it's mundane or, or what. So if you speak to that person, Krishna's pastime, he's not going to see Krishna. He's going to see a young boy, either as like a cartoon or a debauchee. So similarly with us, to really understand it, we, that's why Prabhupada's grace, he gave us a, a system, a systematic way of understanding it and trained his disciples to present it in a way that it's reality. And then by hearing it, you can feel it. And that's the goal. You can actually feel something when hearing that. So we're, so we're in the 10th canto and Krishna's, we just heard Krishna's uh, Kumara when he's a young child, Krishna manifests according to satisfy the various types of love that his, that his devotees have. So parental love requires a young child. When they get older, they're just trouble. <laughs> but the, the mood will still be there. But the most of a young child and then six to 10, Friendship, the best friendship is young kids. 
like all the children here, you know, they 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 have friend, you know, they play outside and and then you know, and teenage years, Krishna up to 16. So the Kumar Leela's ending, which I, I explained yesterday, which is very, very significant, and why it ends with Brahma, Brahma Vimohan Leela is also very significant. It ends in this chapter. And I, I think it's, it's, it's a transcendental system. I don't think it's co coincidence that Prabhupada gave us at least Brahma, uh, uh, Brahma Vimohan Leela. Because what Brahma Vimohan Leela establishes before you go to the 15th chapter, and the 15th chapter is where Krishna meets the gopis. Because he goes out to the forest for the first time and he's of an age where he can have that interest somehow. So I don't think it's a coincidence that he gave Brahma Vimohan Leela. Because what Brahma Vimohan Leela is, it's showing that that because we know the end of the story, this is a little bit somewhat mature audience. At the end of the story, what Brahma sees is that that young boy is not ordinary. That that young boy is actually God. And if you don't understand that, you won't understand Krishna's pastimes with the gopis. You'll just see it as mundane. It's also mentioned. In Narada Bhakti Sutra, there's some sutras there that explain this. So this is a perfect Leela. Brahma, Vimohan, he becomes bewildered and then he becomes enlightened. So we enter this bewildered and we have to become enlightened. We have to really firmly be convinced that Krishna, as a boy, is the supreme personality of Godhead. That not, he's just an avatar, but he is avatari. He is the source of all avatars. So this establishes it. So I think in Prabhupada's transcendental system, which means Krishna is working through him, at least let him finish this Leela. So he kind of, his, his compassion, I feel, is okay. He prepared it. Now, Hearing from him, we can proceed. Then, of course, we need teachers and, and we can't jump forward and we have to be. But at least Prabhupada set the rock of the foundation. Of course, he gave in the Krishna book, he made sure he gave everything else. But at least in his purports and commentaries here, he finished Brahmavi Mohan Lila. So this Leela is very interesting because the previous Leela was a Gasara. And then when Sukadeva Goswami is explaining it and explaining the Leela at the end, Marge Prickett realizes that the coward men are talking about it. They're talking about it in the village, but there's a year gap. Why is there a year gap? between when they're sp speaking it and, and the Leela happened because that didn't happen before in the Bhagavatam. It goes on basically to the, you know, if a story is talked about, if there's a demon that's killed, then they go back to their village and they talk about it in the village. We know when the Shakatasara demon or what one of the demons and then uh, 
Upananda, the father, uh, the older brother of Nanda Maharaj, called an assembly. You know, uh, Krishna killed so many demons. This is very dangerous here. You know, let's move from Gokul and go back to our ancestral home of Vrindavan because they, they had moved to Gokul before Krishna was born because Nanda Maharaj was not able to have any children with Mother Yasoda and they were getting old. So they moved to Gokul near the Jamuna because it was very fertile. And they thought the, 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 the grass had some special potency there. They would get healthy. You know, getting older. Now people, you know, they don't care whether they have children or not. But previously, that was the... I was explaining that this morning. That was the... That was the retirement plan. <laughs> Your children would take care of you. It was the retirement plan. And especially to have a son because the girl moves to the, the boy's house. And we won't go into all the details, but there's a psychology and a reason, a system. And it basically worked at raising nice families and having a peaceful society. So you can imagine in that culture, at least in the Leela, Nanda Maharaj and Yasoda, you know, they, they entered into family life for that purpose. And now they don't have any children. So now <coughs> it's across the river from Matara, and somehow or other it, the demons are coming over too much. So kind of let's move. So they, 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 so they move back. And then what happened, because what, the point is the demons, and then they talked about it. They didn't talk about it a year later. They talked about it after the pastime happened. So now Sukadeva Goswami has to explain what, why, because they were all gone for a year. One year, Brahma manifested the cowherd boys in camps. It's an incredible Leela. There's a, a storyline and there's a philosophical line. And the, you know, it fits in with the philosophical line. Krishna is going to soon leave. This point has to be established. So Sukadeva Goswami is very happy with the questions. Sadhu Prishtam, your, your inquiry. I'm honored by your inquiry. Your inqui the inquiry, the desire to know, not just at, you should not ask a sadhu a question unless you're going to follow it. This is what I learned in India. You don't ask a sadhu a question unless you're going to follow it. Don't waste time. Ask a question, you're going to, and they know that. So one who asks the right question, it actually reveals what that person's heart is. So he's asking, he's eager. Our words reveal our heart. So he's actually seeing. And he said, Bhagavatotama, you are the top person. And Mahabhag, you're fortunate. Because this is the whole purpose of human life, to have those inquiries. And, and this is not just 
Atato Brahma Jigasa, now the uh, form of human life is to inquire. It's the subject matter of inquiry. He's asking about the topmost subject matter of inquiry, and he's really super interested in it. So he says, this is, it's nice, you know? And the re specific reason it's nice is because you're sitting here without food and water for so many days, and you're getting more and more enthusiastic. You're not looking at the watch, when is it gonna end? But you're actually saying, you're perceiving these activities as newer and newer. There's a, a term in rasa called a poor batam. A poor batam means never before. So everything is never before because Krishna is unlimited. It's not like I saw this already. And it shouldn't be that way when we read the books either. It should be never before. It should be newer and newer. You know, I I was singing the Chaitanya Bhagavat today. You know, there's, there's just like a, 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 there's not like a whole elaborate narrative of all the details because it's more than intellectually understanding. It has to be given to us. So it's kind of hidden. The whole Leela, the whole Bob of the Leela is, is intellectually hidden between sutras and verses. That one is actually qualified, then then the the lila becomes revealed, and when it becomes revealed, it's newer and newer and newer. When Radha and Krishna meet, it's never before. I've never seen this before. Even I was reading and uh, listening a, a commentary by Radha Govindaswami. He said even in Vrindavan, there's newer and newer forests. Krishna never has to like newer and newer forests. So this is because the absolute truth is a person and you can't understand a person intellectually. You can understand the person only when the person gives you himself to you. So it's the same thing with the book. You can't just gamically understand the pastimes. But when you have that eagerness and that desire to hear as a legitimate service in your heart, then so much is revealed. So, and then the teacher becomes very excited. He's very excited. Sadhu Prishtam, your inquiry is Sadhu Prishtam, Sadhu, it's great. It's great. And, and, and the fact that after so many days of just fasting and, 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 and um, so many, days fasting and he, he's not even interested in food he's like sitting there like attentively and wants to hear and and now he's going to make a comment he's going to continue about this sadhu Christian, those who hear nicely and the thing about those who hear nicely he said, they're Paramahamsas, they're the topmost devotees. And, 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 and Sarabhritam, Sarabhritam, Sara means the cream, right? So you have the milk and the cream is on top. So really the best part of the milk is the cream. 
for those who are not vegan. <laughs> but the best part of the milk is the cream. Sadhu, so Sadhu, Sadhu Pratam, and, and, and so their Paramahamsas, those who go for the essence. He says, you really got it down, really what the essence is. And, it, and it's trying to actually communicate that. It's trying to actually communicate that to us, that this is the essence. This is the essence. Um, and the, the symptom, the sarabhatam, the sarga, the sarga is the symptom of one who knows the essence, then artavani, then what is valuable in your life is this, Krishna and hearing about Krishna. This is what's valuable about, understanding what life is about and attaining it. That's your art, that's your real wealth. And Shruti, and what you hear about, your understanding, what you hear and understand, that's what you hear and understand. These are the part, this is a paramahama. From, from life, the wealth of the value is this, from hearing, it, it's this. Um, and And those who, who have done this, Chaitasam, who've decided to accept this activity of Krishna's pastimes, they decided to accept this activity as Krishna's pastimes as their life, then Pratikshanam, Pratikshanam, we know that word, Pratikshanam, from Chaito, Dharpanam, Marjanam, Baba Maha, Devagdi, Nirvapanam, Shrekhaya, Vidyuvaru, Jivanam, Pratip, what? Anandam, Bhuti, Vardhanam, Pratipadam. So this is Pratishanam. At every moment, Navyavat, like it's new. It's new, these topics. They become new. Because you're not just hearing them, you're feeling them. And you're not just hearing and feeling them. They're being revealed to you, and Krishna is being revealed, who's unlimited, etc. You enter into a bhava, not just an intellectual mental state, but you enter into a mood. And, and he said, the only it's their nature of these people to only talk of Krishna, like um, materialists. See, now you see, they always criticize the men. <laughs> As a man, they only want to talk about this. At every moment, they're attached, just like that. And we know when someone falls in love, she, she loves me, she loves me not, she loves me, she loves me not then that's all the person thinks about. And even though completely superficial things may be spoken, they can stay there all day for hours and hours because it's a bob. It's talk, 
but the talk is representing the heart and the heart is not boring. The talk can be boring. The heart is not boring. So if it's just an intellectual thing, if it's just an intellectual thing and, and the person hadn't lost his sense, he said, what am I talking about? It's all useless stuff. We're just, but it's not because it's a bomb. It's an exchange. And just we see like Krishna, they talk and talk. And if you look at just the words, it's just joking and things and that. But what are they feeling when they're doing that? So like that, you're, you're, you're sadhu satam, those who inquired nicely, they have that. And newer and newer, they have that. They have a bob. And they just want to hear and hear and hear and hear. Because that's their life. They've understood. Not their life. They understood what life is. This is what life is. There's an ultimate reality that we're supposed to participate in. I always get fired up, you know, because traveling is, in the, you move fast, it's in the mode of passion. So there's always a little bit more energy at 11 o'clock than eight o'clock. What can I say? Then, um, number three, api guyam vidamite. O king, kindly hear me with great attention. Although the activities of the Supreme Lord are very confidential, no ordinary man being able to understand them, I shall speak about them to you. With spiritual masters explain to a submissive disciple even subject matters that are very confidential and very difficult to understand. So very difficult to understand, but I'm gonna to explain to you and they're confidential. And I explained this point, things that are confidential, why are they confidential? They're confidential because people don't have the frame of reference to understand them. It's something in your heart that you understand and you have the frame of reference. And if you give it to some, someone else, what's very dear and precious to you, to another person may be very, like look at it as very foolish or sentimental, right? If you go home to maybe your parents and Start explaining Radha Krishna Panamora Yugalaki Shora. Right? And you see, you keep it confidential because it can't, it, it won't be understood. You keep it confidential. And things that you do, because when you are misunderstood according to a person's frame of reference, even if you have a truth, or even if it's something, whatever it is, you can be exploited. You can be exploited. 
or you just don't like to be misunderstood. I hate to be misunderstood. If I give a class, I went to a yoga studio and I realized I wasn't on that day and the people couldn't understand what I'm saying. God's grace, it rarely happened, but the few times it happened where I didn't feel that I communicated. To me, it was the worst thing in the world. I practically couldn't sleep at night. Because, you know, the people had an opportunity for Krishna, I didn't give my best. So this thing of being confidential. So who can you give it to? First thing, you have to give it to a person who has the frame of reference to understand it. And a person who has the faith to understand it. Because even if you speak it, it may not be understood unless there's a dialectic where you can build up that person's frame of reference to understand it. You speak something, and it may, but if the person has faith, if he accepts your authority, he'll question his own understanding and not your authority. So when there's a guru and a disciple, he has to see faith. Otherwise, his authority will be questioned. And therefore, who he gives the knowledge and the, the subject will be dependent on that disciple. And you can have this in all relationships. There are some people that just, I'm not talking about guru, disciple, friends that love you unconditionally, that trust you, and you can be yourself. And what does it mean, be yourself? You can reveal yourself. You don't walk around on eggshells. You, you're not, you, can, you, can, you can tell them things, even things they may not understand, because then you can enter into a dialectic and explain it to them. But if they don't have that faith, they'll, they won't, what benefit will be? They'll either think you're crazy or, 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 or silly or, or whatever. So people don't give, that, that's why bhakti is, is sudulaba. It's very difficult, bhava bhakti. Krishna's looking who to give it to. So, he says, now, if you want to understand this, hear me with great attention because it's, it's, it, hear this with great attention because it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit beyond perhaps what your frame of reference is to understand. So first of all, hear it very, very carefully. Then I'm going to explain it very, very carefully. Now hear it, it, it it's um, with great care and attention. Why? Because it's guyam. it's, it's guyam, it's very secret, it's very confidential. And therefore I don't give this so easily because it's not so easily understood. So pay attention. And not only that, um, because what he said, I shall explain why. Snigdasya, because you have faith, you're submissive. Submissive means faith. Is why should you surrender to someone you don't have faith in? So we say submissive, it's not this authoritarian thing. It's not, you're not surrendering to an authority because of their power. You accept you're surrendering to an authority because of their knowledge. So you have to be submissive. And that's the student-teacher relationship. So he, he's saying, I'm seeing this in you by your eagerness to hear. 
and, and therefore these things which are a little difficult to understand for the ordinary frame of reference, I'm gonna to explain to you. And sometimes people say, okay, believe or don't believe, just hear this. At least they have that faith. If you wanna hear it is this way, just hear it. But you see how different people approach things. They won't hear it at all. And I remember this, it stuck in my mind. Um, I was given first English commentary of the Bhakti Sandarbha, which is one of the great books. It'll come out by the BBT now. But I was the only one in the whole world of ISKCON who had this book. Because a friend of mine translated it and he trusted and he gave it to me. And the realizations in that book and the analysis was good, people were amazed. So there was one young man who was studying his PhD in religion, who I knew, and he wanted to come study with me. I told this story before, but when stories, you can tell them before if they fit the narrative. So he, he was, um, he came to study with me and just, I was sitting at a desk and he sat at a desk and then I explained something and he said, I disagree. I said, get out. <laughs> That's it. I can't teach. Because I, I knew he misunderstood the point. It's not that the point was wrong. Maybe the point wasn't explained so well. I just said, get out. <laughs> I can't waste my time with he said, but in our university, this is allowed this be twice. I said, teachers don't know anything in terms of bhakti. If uh, you know that type, I knew the point. I knew it was rational. I knew it was logical, and I knew how he misunderstood it. But I, but anyway, he decided to learn. But I, I disagree. What am I going to do here then? What's the value of it all? But we also have this, I disagree. I disagree, we have our own ideas. Or, so he says, I'm going to explain it to you. And what is he explaining? He's going to explain how this boy, Krishna, this little boy who has a ball. See, when they go, to the, they go out to the field, their favorite thing is like a ball of rice with yogurt. That's the main thing they like, the ball of rice with yogurt. And then the mothers, I mean, they have many things. I saw a picture of uh, Bhakti Chiruswami's Tirubhav Mahotsava in Mayapur's Samadhi. And the ground was covered in, must have been 10,000 preparations in little clay cups. There were so many preparations. I, if you look on dundabat.com, so many preparations. I mean, it was really impressive. I don't think 10,000, but I think 1,000. I think 1,008. So, you know, Krishna had, you know, there was pickle, there was lemon, there was chili, 
And you can bite it and take the right amount. And you know, Krishna, you know, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's friends playing. The Krishna would hold it in his hand, or he maybe hold it in his hand. And then between his fingers, he had the pickles and the lemon and the ginger and take a little rice. And, you know, and I imagine if there was turmeric, it was rolling down and staining his kurta. And looking at that, and I, now, you, now I'm going to explain to you that that's gone. I don't, I, I, he's, he's saying, I don't do this to many people. I, I, I've spoken to 10 cantos. I've already spoken to three and a half days. I tested you. I see how interested you are. I'm pretty excited about it. Otherwise, you know, we'd say, what? That's God? How about God? Wait, just wait. I remember when I first took the Bhakti Shasti with Puri Jamprabhu, who was the father of higher education in this And I was involved at the very beginning with that. And, and, and Jagadish, was Jagadish Maharaj, he was the Minister of Education. They really were the first ones in the systematic, systematically studying Prabhupada's book. Before that, there was no education in this. That was there was no formal education, like you take a bhakti shot. Prabhupada said it, but there was nothing. You hear the class if you went to the class. So I was attending the class, and it was revelatory because it was the first contextual study. We understood the verse, but you understood it in context, you understood what it meant. It was the first contextual study. So it was fascinating. And I remember, I ne remember this when Borjan got to the second chapter, it gets very confusing. Because it's karma yoga, and then it, it, you know, it's a little difficult to understand. So one person raised their hands and they said, I don't understand you. And Borjan said, That's okay, Arjuna hasn't understood either. Right, it took him to the, the beginning of the fifth chapter before he got the body section. He, he had to. So imagine if if Arjuna wasn't she just take mom's farm, the so surrendered unto you. Please expect what do we what we say? I don't understand this. Right, you know how is that? You know every I don't understand what's going. Doubting is a sign of intelligence. It, it, it's essential to understand things further, but not at the point of the authority of the teacher, otherwise is the teacher. The authority on, the, on our own understanding. So now he's ready to explain this and he can explain the story. Tathaga vadanam mrityo rakshitva vatsapalakam siddhikalanam aniya bhagavan idam then after saving the boys in cabs from the mouth of Agastra, who is death personified, Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, 
brought them all to the bank of the river and spoke the following words. So, says Bhagavan Idam Abhudit. Bhagavan has many meanings in God, but also has a sense of affection. Because true authority has affection. So Bhagavan speaking, it's like a father to a child. And he understands that. Now Sukadev is speaking. It, 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 um, wait, 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 no, I have to speak. One second. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Krishna speaking to the coward boys very affectionately because they're hungry. They're hungry. And why they're hungry? Because they were in the, the mouth of that demon. After playing all day, then they were in the amount of the demon that swallowed them. Then it was saved and they had to run out. And then, you know, they ran away. They thought maybe he, he wouldn't die or he they ran away. Of course, he was killed, but he, they ran away. And also what happened? They were late for lunch. Wait a second. What happened to the lunch bags if they went into the, the demon? Well, they, 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 they hung it on the tree beforehand, before they went in. You know, they, want to, they didn't like to run around with their lunch bags. They were here, they hung it on the tree. And then, so now Krishna is um, affectionately looking after his devotees, and he brought them to the bank of the river where affectionately he's going to tell them, look at this place. This place is the best. Because it's on the bank of the river, there's white sand. And then there's fresh water. After what happened, they have to probably purify themselves. They're probably so thirsty. And it's very, you'll see, the ultimate reality is very natural life. This sadhus, they say previously sadhus even carried bowls. They didn't want people to have to wash their plates. So they came with their hands. And how would they drink water? Like like this. And then Krishna and Ramuna. Krishna drank water. He either can take it like this. Or you can put your, because it's sweet and clean, you put your mouth to it. So Krishna is like kissing the Jamuna. So the Jamuna is there and the bees are buzzing. The bees are very, they're, they're considered very great kirtaniers and very great devotees because they can follow Krishna into the kunj where no one else can go. They're very exalted, the bees of Vrindavan. And they also can make very pleasant sound, actually. 
as long as they're not going to sting you. There's a very pleasant sound of the bees, but not just the bees, but the birds are there. And then by the back of the moon, a little bit, it's like there's the forest. They're not just clearing it all for agriculture. So the sand start and then comes the forest. And so he wants to pick, it says, Swakeli Sampat. Sampat means assets, Swakeli for his play. So that's what Brindavan is. It's, it's the assets, it's the place that is consciously serving Krishna to facilitate his relationships with the devotees. So it manifests caves for Krishna Radharani, Pramadamandana, Lila, Kandare, Kandare, Te, Ratiati, Navayuno, Dvanvasminamanam. Something I have a bit. Pramada Mandana Lila. Pramada means passion. Dan Pramada, much passion. Pramada, Pramadana, Pramadana Lila. Kandare Kandare Te in each and every cave. So caves manifest water, whatever he needs for his play. We like our playgrounds. I grew up, I like the city. <laughs> There's a particular place where we went to play, where we went to go, that facilitated the activities that we were interested in. So you become, you become attached to your house or your living room or this room. Why? Because it's set up to serve you. So Krishna, to serve his rast is a land that consciously does it. So Krishna is very attached to this Vrindavan. So Sukhali Sampad, it had all assets. My dear friends, speaking out of compassion to them, I know you're hungry. Just see how this riverbank is extremely beautiful because of its pleasing atmosphere. In Ayurveda, it's very important to eat in the right consciousness. As in place, hearing the kirtan, this is how Vaishnavas take prasada. You know, like anger and anxiety, you can't sleep. It's pleasant. The mind affects the body, so it gives you the maximum ability to enjoy and rest the food. There's a way to eat, sitting on the floor with your hands. Very nice. So generally, at my yearly birthday, generally we don't have faith. I'm not a fan. Getting a little bit less fanatic about that, but the thing of being served. I know pre-orders. I supervise the thing of coming to night system, and people are so sad at how it's served in the proper way. One's anxiety. I can't eat. If the serving is not done properly, I can't eat. I get up, I'm angry, grab bucks, I eat. But I make sure. So everyone's eating and there's no anxiety. Will it come around again? You don't have to when it's coming. Let me get the maximum now because I may never get this. I may never get this thing again. 
but they develop confidence. They know it's going to come around and come around. And the servers are taught not to engage with the people. Because if they don't, oh, they develop it down and talk pleasantly. And uh, just like, oh, I grab the bucket. This is not the way it's served. And then everything comes around and it creates such an atmosphere. And the nature of Jagannath Prasad, because it's so sattvic, it's practically Ayurvedic in itself. It's so subject, Jagannath Prasad, that I, I just can't imagine how much everyone can eat and not get sick. It's, it, it's unbelievable. And it doesn't matter their age or their health condition. Pakoras in the morning with, with the kitchri, I just, what? I would never eat that myself. Right? When you get over 50, food has to be like medicine. So the pleasant atmosphere, just see how the blooming lotuses are attracting bees and birds by their aroma. Also, there's such a pleasant smell. The smell is love because it's the flowers offering it to Krishna. The humming and chirping, the bees and birds are echoing throughout the beautiful forest in Vrindavan. So you get that kind of Steven Spielberg effect with the, the birds and the. Also, here the sands are clean and soft. Ooh, how pleasant. Therefore, this must be considered the best place for a sporting and pastime. So we'll end with Prabhupada's purport. And what I mentioned before, that these are Prabhupada's last purports, and they're in Vrindavan. And, and every once in a while, he, he, he goes from being 5,000 years ago to where he is now. Description of Vrindavan forest as given here, it, here it, with was spoken by Krishna 5,000 years ago. And the same condition prevailed during the time of the Vaishnava Acharyas three or four hundred years ago. Kujat, Kokila, Hamsa, Sarasagana, Kirne Maya, Yura Kule. That's all the different birds. Vrindavan forest is always filled with the chirping and cooing of birds like cuckoos, kokila, ducks, hamsa, cranes, sarasa, and it's also full of peacocks. The same sounds and atmosphere still prevail in the area where our Krishna Balaram Mandir is situated. Everyone who visits this temple is pleased to hear the chirping of the birds as described here. Yes, it was white sands of, 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 of Raman Reti. There was nothing down there. One year, the Yamuna flooded up past the Prikram path. Do you know Brindavan when, where the, um, where the Bhaktivedant hospice is, it was flooded there. You can go swimming there one year. And I, when you walk around Vrindavan, the, the path wasn't paved. And I remember I used to follow one sadhu who would feed peacocks. 
like every 15 yards a peacock would come out. He had them trained. And then Raghunath would remember this when he when he when he came with me. When you go after halfway, it gets to the forest. And it was an incredible sadhu named Hari Bhajan. And anybody would walk by, he would grab them and feed and ask them to do kirtan. Anyone. You know, sadhu, Hari Bhajan. So it was very that. And the Jamuna the Jamuna used to come very close to the Prickrum path, and you can dive off the cliffs into sweet rushing water. So it was, so Prabhupada was seeing that. He was seeing that, he liked that. But don't think you're disadvantaged because only a small part of Vrindavan is covered. Now it's a little bit easier to live there to actually go and see the places. It's still mostly like this in Vrindavan. It's just a small part that is covered like that. And as Sachinandana Swami said, you'll always find a sacred place if you want it. There's always a new place. Even in the, the regular Vrindavan, there's always a place. Even myself, I'm staying in the, the it's called Russian building. And by mercy of Ananda Govardhan, my disciple in Russia, she got me an apartment. One floor up in the corner. She's so smart. Maybe I'll get old. I will get old, but you know, walking steps so better you stand that floor. It overlooks Radatila, which which is an ashram that's just the same as it was 500 years ago, where Radhani would feed the birds, and I would go and sit out there and sit on the sands and chant, and the sadhus would invite me into their place. You know, Jagopi, her name now is, uh, she was name was Mimi. She used to go every day and bring garlic to their meeting and invite her in. And they feed birds every day at three or four o'clock. So all the birds of Vrindavan come there. And then they pop and the birds. So there's always a sacred place. Vrindavan is always dependent on consciousness, always. Okay, so, um, well, Jamuna Jaya is on her vacation, so anybody like to say hello or have something that struck them? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Bhakti Devi. Okay, Bhakti Devi. Okay, Hare Yeah, I, I want to thank you for that explanation about what they meant by confidential knowledge. Um, because it's not at all what I thought it meant. So, um, you know, to know that you, in order to really understand it, you have to have a frame of reference and that makes perfect sense in this case. Right, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's interesting, yeah. We know we have things that no one else could understand or wouldn't understand in the proper way or would abuse that understanding that we keep to ourselves. Okay, anybody else? 
Hi, Trisha Maharaj. Do you have time for a question or two? I have time for a question, yes. Okay, when you were um, stressing that Srila Prabhupada at least wrote the commentaries up to the Brahmanji Mohan Leela, and you said it's not a coincidence, you know, what wasn't a coincidence? I mean, I, I missed that point. Okay, she's asking the Brahmavi Mohan Leela. I said it wasn't a coincidence because, okay, that's clear. Because somehow or there, there are three sections of Krishna's pastimes. There, there's Vrindavan pastimes. There's Kumar from one to five, Poganda from six to ten, and Kishore from 11 to 16. Brahma Vimohan Lila ends Kumar. So it's kind of neat. Prabhupada finished one of the Leelas. And I also thought it wasn't a coincidence because it ends with Brahma Vimohan Lila, which is the entrance to the next Lila, where Krishna goes to the forest and matures. And with that maturity, comes a level of pastimes that are more intimate and more difficult to understand. So I I, I look at it that way. Okay. Yeah, Gail? Huh? Okay, good. Anybody else? Okay, oh, okay one so more, Gail? Yeah, yes, please, yes. So Vrindavan Land, his playground, consciously serves Krishna. So does that yeah. make the Vrindavan yeah. Land Dasya or Shanta? <laughs> what rasa is the Vrindavan land in? Yes. Um, the rasa of the... I, I'm trying to understand if the Vrindavan... Uh, well, uh, we say Vrinda Devi. Vrinda Devi is a gopi. Right? So... It has that bob because it facilitates that stuff. But it, it describes too, even the cows, they have some Vatsalyaras or the rivers. When their waves are there, it's kind of in a very interesting relationship with Krishna. How about the um, caves? The caves. Caves, conjugal ras. <laughs> 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 Coward boy. Cowherd boys too. And they answer in succuras because they steal sweets. Okay. Anybody else with a little easier question? Gail, <laughs> no one's going to understand this. This is confidential. I wish you became Catholic. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Raj. I'm sorry, I'll let you go. Okay, Missy, it's okay. You're yes, on. I, just, I just wanted to share a deep appreciation. I mean, this morning's class was just phenomenal, and I know you were traveling, uh, and just really the, the talking about Seva and, and our, our mood of service stayed with me. And then even just before when you were talking about you know, being submissive has nothing to do with oh, authority, no, but no, putting wait, your faith. Oh, oh, no one here, here, I realize. Oh, 
it's Missy. She's just appreciating the morning class and about this mood of seva and everything in a very heartfelt way. And, and Missy, I'll be very happy. I think in two weeks or two and a half weeks, we'll see you. I'm very grateful that you're coming on retreat. I'm excited to spend good quality time with you, Maraj. Okay, great. Okay, one more person because this, my, my, I, somehow the Zoom doesn't work where people can hear me, unless, I can hear people unless I wear these and then no one else. So just one more person. Okay, everyone can just say hello to the people here one after another, okay? <laughs> okay, anybody? Okay, anybody else want to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for the class. It's Gloria. Gloria, yeah, of course. Anybody else? Okay, we'll end now. It's okay.